You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark this week. Excalibur and Taz are joined by Anthony Elgogo on commentary. Match number one, Mbadu and Terrence and Terrell Hughes teaming up against Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, and Nick Camarado, the team that was supposed to team up last week, and for whatever reason, the match did not happen. Uh, a lot of focus on Camarado. I guess he's the newest person online with the Nightmare family. I lost track of how many people are in this group now. He does get the pin on Mbadu after a very impressive military press into a power slam for the win. Match number two, Casey Navarro with a record of 0-3 versus Ray Phoenix with a record of 3-1. A nice little showcase here from both of the guys, but Phoenix gets to win after a beautiful frog splash, and Phoenix uh, even raised up Navarro after the match, showing him a little bit of respect. Match number three, Tisha Price with a record of 0-1 versus Ty Conti with a record of 2-1. The entire Dark Order, including Negative One, come out to join Conti during her entrance. Uh, Conti continues to impress. She wins pretty easily here with the Ty KO, and Excalibur even points out that Tonki isn't officially in the Dark Order, but that negative one has taken a liking to her. We have the return of the waiting room. Britt Baker uh, comes out and says that Kenny Omega using the shoe was pretty sexy, and he's a shoe-in to come into the waiting room. Get it? Shoe-in? Shoe-in? Yeah. Didn't you miss these jokes? Uh, she said that the Young Bucks love to put themselves over. That's why they are in the Battle Royal, so they can win and face themselves. She then says that she loves weddings, and says that if there's any ugly photos from the wedding, that they can just say that the butler did it. A little joke on Charles Chuck Taylor. She brings out today's guest of Ricky Starks. Uh, really weird segment here. Just kind of right away. They don't really promote anything. Um, I mean, they kind of mentioned the Revolution match with uh, uh, Starks and Brian Cage versus Sting and Darby Allen, But the whole thing is just them just complimenting each other. They continue to flirt, saying how good each other look. And um, Britt Baker even takes off her dentist coat, showing that she has a matching outfit with Ricky Starks. They call each other Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. And then right away, they get interrupted by Tony Schiavone, who comes in. This part was a little funny. He's pretty much showing his jealousy, so he gets right into uh, uh, Ricky Stark's face and saying that they're out of time now. So uh, I'm not sure if they're going to continue this uh, 
triangle, love triangle between Ricky Starks, Britt Baker, and Tony Schiavone. But I didn't expect this, but the segment was really quick, so I can't complain about that. Match number four, Danny Jordan with a record of 0-8 versus Thunder Rosa with a record of 5-2. and uh, Danny brought back her, bur- her burn book, and her page on Thunder Rosa says that she asked me how to spell orange. She doesn't even go here, does she? Buta and all hype. Yeah. Easy win here for Rosa, with the Fire Thunder Driver setting up her upcoming match with Britt Baker at the beach break. Match number 5, Fuego do Sol and Barry Morales versus Santana and Ortiz with a record of 2-1. Easy win by Proud and Powerful. Ortiz gets the pin on Fuego after an assisted neckbreaker. Match number 6, Catalina Perez, fresh off of her appearance on Shine Wrestling with a record of 0-3, versus Layla Hirsch with a record of 0-1. Very quick match here. In about 2 minutes or so, Hirsch gets to win with a cross-armbreaker submission. We get a music video, very rare uh, music video portion with the Acclaimed. Um, they're pretty much rapping about the Battle Royal on Beach Break, and the hook of the song is throwing them out, throwing them out, throwing them out. They diss all the teams in the Beach Break Battle Royal. Uh, they even take a shot at Chris Jericho and his failed line salt where he landed on his head. And they take numerous shots against the Young Bucks, talking about their power and them abusing it. It was actually pretty funny. I enjoyed it. Uh, they go right into the Acclaims match. It's a little weird to have like a rap video followed by a rap segment. But we get Ryzen and Danny Limelight taking on the Acclaim with a record of 2-0, ranked number 3 in the tag team division. Uh, and Max Caster, like I said, does another freestyle. And this one is weird. He kind of stops midway, saying that there's a spider on Danny Limelight, and then realizes it's just a stupid tattoo. And then he breaks down his name, saying, Lime, because you're bitter and you always upset. Light, because you ain't got no muscle on your chest. Anthony Bowens gets the pin on Ryzen after the acclaim to fame. Match number eight, eight-man match. Sean Dean, Baron Black, Aaron Solo, and Mike Burnham versus Bear Country, teaming up with Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Uh, both of the established tag teams get to show off here a little bit, but Janela does get the pin on Verna after a flying elbow drop from the top rope. I continue to be impressed by Bear Country. Uh, I really hope that they stick around and get a proper push here in AEW. Match number nine, Vert Vixen and Jasmine Allure, teaming up against Ivelisse and Diamante with a record of 2-0. Commentary here. Hypes up the upcoming women's tournament that's pitting USA versus Japan. It's weird because they said that one side of the bracket is going to be USA while the other side is Japan. But as we heard already, we're going to have Rio versus Serena Deeb. So I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work. Ivelisse gets the pin on Allure after her and Diamante hit a double kick to the head. Match number 10, the returning John Schuyler teams up with Ray Jazz versus the Gun Club, which is this time um, Billy and Colton. So they're teaming up for the first time in a proper tag team match. Uh, so this is Skyler's first match since June of 2020, coming off of a pretty bad ACL injury. And Austin Gunn joins on commentary during the match, uh, hyping up his dad and his brother, who hit the 310 to Yuma, and Colton gets the pin on Skyler. Match number 11, Alex Gracia with a record of 0-3 versus Straight Out of Your Mama's Kitchen, Red Velvet with a record of 2-0. Uh, Velvet here looking strong as she's getting ready for her big tag team match, teaming up with Cody versus Shaq and Jade, and she hits the boot to the side of the head for the win. Match number 12, Jake St. Patrick with a record of 0-1 versus 10 with a record of 1-0. Negative 1, no shoes, no shirt, jumps on commentary, and right away, says to Excalibur, where's my $5 that you owed me from last week? Uh, The whole entire match, he cheers on 10, and he uh, kind of annoys Excalibur to the point where Excalibur gets up and leaves. Uh, He does come back for the final match, but 10 does win here with a deadlift powerbomb, another entertainment appearance by uh, negative 1. And the main event, Chaos Project with a record of 7-4 and four versus SCU, Daniels and Kazarian with a record of 1-0, longest match of the night, about 10 minutes. Uh, SCU, they keep their team intact with that storyline, hitting the Celebrity Rehab on Serpentico, and Christopher Daniels gets the pin. We go to NXT UK. Uh, Cruiserweight champion Jordan Devlin comes out, talking about 
um, going down as the best cruiserweight champion in history, but he quickly gets interrupted by Trent Seven. Seven says that Devlin needs new challengers, and he's going to trim down to 205 to challenge him. Devlin pretty much laughs this off, scoffs it off, and says that um, if he can trim down, he has the match. And uh, Seven knocks Devlin down and tells him that he's coming for him, and he will take that title. We get a promo uh, from Kaylee Ray saying that she wants the best in the world, and then in the middle of her promo, he gets interrupted by the newest signing to NXT UK, Mako Satomura, says she's coming soon to NXT UK, and it looks like this might be the first match upon her debut. Ben Carter defeated Sam Gradwell with a frog splash to get his first win at NXT UK. Uh, ben Carter looking real smooth and quick in this match. Um, I only see big things for him. We see Shaw Samuels backstage talking to Noam Dar uh, before coming out, and he defeats Josh Moreau by submission to get his first win here, officially as Shaw Samuels. They show a video of Aya Dragunov. Uh, it's kind of cut in with his snapping from his match with Jack Stars, but the video itself gets interrupted by Sam Gradwell in the back, so it looks like we'll be getting this match. We see another interview, this time with Rampage Brown, uh, pretty much being asked how he's doing it here in NXT UK, and as he's talking, Gallus walks past him, and Rampage Brown puts out a challenge to Joe Coffey, who says he'll think about it. They announced for next week we'll get Nina Samuels versus Saya Brookside, as well as Jordan Devlin with an open challenge Cruiserweight Championship match. And our main event for the number one contendership for the tag team titles an elimination match four-way, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster versus Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter versus Pretty Deadly versus The Hunt. And we see Gallus at ringside watching as they're going to be fighting the winners of this match. Oliver Carter gets the first elimination on the hunt after hitting a springboard bulldog on primate for the pin. And then Flash Morgan Webster pins Ashton Smith to eliminate him and Oliver Carter. And then Eddie Dennis, who was actually barred from ringside, uh, accompanied the hunt, sneaks in from under the ring and hits Mark Andrews with a chair to his injured E to his uh, injured knee. And Lewis Howley gets the pin on Andrews. So pretty deadly become the number one contenders for the tag team titles. And they have a little stare down with Gallus. Uh, pretty interesting that, Eddie Dennis helped out Pretty Deadly. Not sure if it's a case of him trying to help out Pretty Deadly or just trying to make sure that Webster and Andrews do not win. On 205 Live, uh, it was supposed to be Jake Atlas versus August Ray, but a little bit of a backstage antics turned into a triple threat match. So it's Arya Davari, Jake Atlas, and August Gray in a triple threat. And Arya Davari does get the win after taking Atlas out with a chain and hitting Gray with the hammerlock lariat for the pin. And our main event on 205 was the final match of the Women's Dusty Classic first round. Uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart defeated Marina Shafir and Zoe Stark, the debuting Zoe Starks, who used to be Lacey Ryan and the Independents, uh, with Moon making Stark cement. So they're going to face off against Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell in the semifinals. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, the Lions Break Contender Show. A pretty noteworthy show. We had Clark Connors defeating DKC by submission. Uh, as you remember, DKC was accepted in the LA Dojo, so he comes down stripped down, just like a young line, black trunks, black boots. Chris Dickinson defeated Rocky Romero by submission, and the main event was Fred Rosser, Leo Rush making his New Japan Pro Wrestling strong debut, and TJP defeating the team of El Fantasmo, Hikaleo, and Kenta when Rush rolled up Fantasmo for the pin. After the match, the Bullet Club are getting beat down by the babyfaces until the lights go off. When they come on, we see New Japan Pro Wrestling, United States Champion, AEW's own, John Moxley, who comes out, attacks Phantasmo, attacks Hikaleo. Uh, then he has the belt, and he uh, st- goes face-to-face with Kenta, and they start battling it out. And then Moxley hits the Death Rider, grabs the mic, and says that Kenta thought he was going to get off easy because there was ocean lines and political lines between them, and Kenta's dreams of becoming U.S. champion had become a nightmare. And we're finally, 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 finally going to get this match on the February 26th episode of New Japan Strong, which they are labeling New Beginning USA. On Ring of Honor, we had a pure title championship match as Jonathan Gretham defeated Joe Keys by submission. And the main event 
The OGK, Matt Taven and Mike Dennett, defeated the Bouncers when Taven made the Beer City Bruiser cement. After the match, Vincent comes out and tries to brainwash Bruiser and Brian Milanis to turn on OGK, and it actually works, but for the Beer City Bruiser, who hits Taven over the head with his beer bottle, takes out Bennett as Malonis kind of stands there in shock, so it looks like we have a little betrayal here, as well as a tag team being broken up. On WWE Backstage, yeah, this show, remember this? We had a rare match here with Natalia defeating Tamina, and she earned the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble. On main event, we have Angel Garza, who just mis- mysteriously disappeared from Raw after doing those uh, segments where he's kind of talking into the camera. <laughs> he continues to appear on main event every week. This week, he defeats Humberto Carrillo. And the main event was Elias and Jackson Riker defeating Jeff Hardy and Ricochet. And the WWE Network editions of the week, I'm very excited for this one. They actually have Daniel Bryan's greatest WXW matches. So he has matches such as versus uh, Naomichi Marufuji, Chris Hero, Nigel McGuinness, Zack Sabre Jr., Claudio Castagnoli, and Absolute Andy. And we get Evolve 145, which was the last show that I went to, and also the last show they had in New York in La Boom in Queens. And we had matches such as Mansoor versus Kurt Stallion, Josh Briggs versus August Gray, and a surprise appearance by Keith Lee. We also get the best of Trent Seven in Progress Wrestling against Doug Williams, Kyle Fletcher, Dan Maloney, Austin Theory, and Paul Robinson, and another episode of ICW Fight Club. That is it for this episode. You can catch me this week on Deep Impact with Davey Portman talking about Impact Wrestling. I'll also be on Rwanda Division with Wei Ting and WH Park. And continue to look at my reports on Impact Wrestling and MLW on PulseWrestling.com. That is it for me. You can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.